Hey everybody, welcome back to the Goblin Beat, a Goblins Gaming Podcast. Tonight we are continuing our Heroes of Eld adventure. Uh, last time we bought some camels, we uh, celebrated some festivities, and we are now on our way to a new realm to discover new dangers and uh, new ways to die. So, <clears throat> we drink all of our beer, we're loaded up with water now, we're going to stay hydrated. We replaced the uh, camel that was uh, only a horse dressed as a camel with an actual camel. So, we should be good to go. I am playing Balos, your high elf arcane archer, no longer a hopeful arcane archer, an actual arcane archer. And I did change my alignment to neutral good. It was pointed out to me it was awful good. That didn't make any sense with any way that I ever roleplay anything, which is basically just being myself. So I changed it to neutral good. Yeah, I think yeah. you had, I think you had uh, high expectations for yourself when you were making the character. I said I was going to try to roleplay this time, and it just didn't work out. All right, so mm, also joining us tonight is Oren, who I'm sure has... A sketchpad, notepad, whatever, full of Mokazar's mom jokes. Ready to go. I've been working on them for years. There you go. It's My a, life's working. He's a barbarian. He learned how to write just so he could write down his Mokazar's mom jokes. Actually, that's a series of pictures that he draws. Uh, it's pictograms. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's like. I mean. Yeah. Just, oh, oh, let me take a. Oh my God, dude, that's graphic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. His trauma goes very deep. Yeah. Don't tell that one. Oh my God. All right. Um, also joining us tonight is John, who's playing Mokazar. Yeah, I'm so glad you gave the little recap at the beginning because honestly, I was like, okay, so we're on the train. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was prepared in my head to play tonight. Yeah, John just got role play whiplash. Yes, I did. <laughs> he'll, he'll be playing a little bit injured tonight. Um, I am playing injured tonight. I was told that until I take a short rest this time, I am suffering from exhaustion. <clears throat> right. I didn't forget that. I'm going to follow that rule. Um, so. Never had exhaustion before. What is that? Disadvantage on saving throws or something? It gives you level one. Gives you disadvantage on ability checks. Okay, All right. Disadvantage on ability checks. I will remember that. Um, Does that include uh, uh, anything that uses an ability, like an attack roll? I don't uh, think so. It just says on ability checks. If an attack roll is considered an ability check. Let's see what the Google net says. I feel like this is a... Yeah. Also, join us tonight Danny's uh, just trying to figure out how to make things harder. <laughs> kind of like Mokazar's mom. That's right. It's, oh, man. It's not, <laughs> include, it's not include attack rolls. It's just ability checks. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's going to become a thing for at least a couple of sessions. I'll, I'll forget after a while. I'll stop doing it. 
All right. So anything that's a straight up ability check or a skill check or something like that will will be affected. Attack yeah. rolls are not. Good to know. All right. So yeah. Um, did I miss anything? What's the name of the realm we're going to? I haven't. Since I've moved my desk around, I haven't been taking notes so well. on. I've got a kick flipping map of it. Gilorn. Gilorn. Oh, that's right. You do have a like the best map ever with like waterproofing and it's the best map ever. Hmm. I enjoyed that. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I liked it. All right, so yeah, so that's where we're heading. We've got we've got camels, we've got supplies. We're red to go. We're good. Do we ever come up with a name for our group? No. Uh, aren't we the protectors of Eld? The ball bearers? Uh, neither of the one of those is taken and the other one hopefully isn't. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. The egg hunters, you know? That doesn't sound so great. Uh, we'll, 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 uh, we'll marinate on it. <laughs> marinate. A little rheumatoid on it. <laughs> rheumatoid. <laughs> rheumatoid. Give it some salt. Much hope for this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> so, instead of being the cream-stuffed Oreos, we can be the Balo-stuffed Orenmos. Oh, gosh. What? <laughs> What is wrong with you guys? <laughs> it's a Tuesday. Oh my gosh! I, mean, I, I, per, I prefer marinating to ruminating. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I'm afraid to say anything right now. I mean, ruminating means like like chewing the cud. That's gross. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. But it also means thinking upon, figuring, we're yeah. ciphering on it. I feel like marinating on something should be in the Urban Dictionary, and if it's not, I'm going to put it in there. You know that marinating on something in the Urban Dictionary? Yes. I'd like to hear what your uh, your definition would be. It's going to be thinking about something. Just like ruminating, but people say it wrong. Mm. Okay. Ruminating while you're waiting. Yeah, that's right. See, see, it's already there. Marinate under in the Urban Dictionary, letting something soak in, leaving time for reflection. Oh yeah, let it soak in. It's already there. From December twentieth, two thousand seven. It's not even new. <laughs> Middle schoolers weren't even born yet when this entry was made. I mean that's it's mostly true. All right. Anyway, the old like days. I said, I'm gonna marinate on it because I need some time to reflect on what our group name is gonna be. All right. Oh, the reflection period. Period of reflection. Oh man. So while Matt does that, the rest of you, uh, I guess, are just about ready to head out into the desert, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sounds like we're due. You're due? We're due to go out to the desert. 
Wonder out there. Uh, marinate. So, yeah. Got a lot sort to think about. Be marinating in your own juices once you get out into the desert. That's for sure. I say we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna throw out some beach towels, lay underneath the sun, and marinate. <laughs> quickly evaporating juices. <laughs> it wasn't soak in. Did did we bring extra water? Yes, we we emptied out the ever ice box of the beer. We drank it all. Flash gave it away and filled it up with water instead. So it's halfway full with water and halfway full with juicy fruit. N- and not the gum. Oh, damn it. Sorry. I like that gum. Yeah, well, yeah, but the flavor goes away so fast. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Just gonna... <laughs> so, do we just need to call this one? Yeah, maybe. Maybe All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, listening to us talk. (laughs) (laughs) Glad we were able to illuminate you on an entry in the Urban Dictionary from December twentieth, two thousand and seven. Before maybe some of you who are listening were born, which, in which case, you shouldn't be listening to this. We cuss a lot. Yeah, we. I do. Okay. Not John, not not those of us who are of the cloth. That, that was the correction ding. Just went off there. That was that was somebody Facebook messaging me. Uh, anyway, all right. Um, yeah, so uh, I lost track of what we were talking about before that happened. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's been so important. Yeah. All right. You guys, uh, yeah, is there anything else you want to do in Tw- Tormond's trading post here before you head out to the desert? So many, the next so many jokes. No. Not really. I think we bought what healing potions we that were available, so. Yeah, we did. All right. I check my character sheet. Make sure I had those on there properly. Yeah, we found another one. So we have you have we have two each, right? Guess so. I've only got one. Brandon, how many do you have in your list? Let me look. Right now, I only have one on my list. So okay, so it was one each. Okay, good deal. That does, okay. Uh, what I remember. All right. So, how much uh, glint do we need to uh, to enchant something? A lot. Yeah, have to look and see. Basically, it's going to be whatever the cost is. About. I got gotcha. you. Really, that much. Wait, was glint? Uh, was that the word I came up with? I think so. Or was it lumen dust? Uh, it's the one I, lumen dust. That's it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, never go with one of Matt's ideas. No, lumen dust was my idea. I think that was one of your. Yeah, he had like a hundred ideas, all of which sounded all right. To be honest, lumen dust. Maybe some of the sand is lumen dust. If we stay out here and sift it long enough, we might find. 
you know, enough. We could get rich. I'm not well, prospecting for sand. They say they say <laughs> one, one speck in a billion is lumen dust out there. So if you sift them enough of it, you get some. Well, just be on what? your guard. We don't want any sandbenders coming up and stealing our air bison. Mm-hmm. True. Can't lose that. <laughs> yep. 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 What? <laughs> this is like a free association session. And I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just letting I'm just letting it play out. I'm giving you guys a little rope, and you're hanging yourself, hanging us all on it. To be honest. <laughs> We lost that one 13-year-old listener that we had. <laughs> you didn't talk about stuff from Urban Dictionary the year I was born. I can't listen to this crap. All right. So, riding my camel <laughs> in the desert. Is it, right. is it, uh, yeah. Jumped on this camel named Clyde <clears throat> and ride. Oh, wait. Hold so, on. Listen to that song. I can get this to play. Could probably just say a camel named Clyde. Um, you guys are uh, heading out. You got gotten your camels saddled up. Uh, as Matt said, you've traded in the, the horse named Camel for an actual camel named Cheese for some reason. Oh man, it's all smell. Not that not that any of the camels answered anything you say. Uh, none of you guys have ever ridden a camel before, and they apparently just do not like it. Oh. I think uh, I think either I'm just not hearing it or rhythm. It's just uh, okay. Uh, there it goes. Here's you guys. This is you guys heading out into the the desert. Yeah, we are. Let me tell you about it. Stop that immediately. <laughs> you should have done the Constantinople song. Jesus, that was offensive, wasn't it? <laughs> Immediately. You know, from Umbrella Academy. Istanbul. <laughs> what's, what's offensive about naming someone's uh, uh, race or uh, country of origin? <laughs> it, just, it just sounded a little dismissive. I don't know. No, it might be, it might be about the context. Maybe. I mean, what if the song had started off, let me tell you about Matt, the Georgian. Would you be offended by that? No, you I would. Uh, oh, maybe. Anyway, as you guys are heading out there and you hear the music <coughs> that uh, Balu starts to hum, which sounds vaguely offensive <laughs> to all of you. <laughs> Did you say vaguely offensive? Yeah, yeah. to all of you. Which is, which is standard for anything that he hums. <laughs> Um, you see, uh, everybody give me a perception check. Oh, 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 do I do that at disadvantage? I'm good at yes, yeah, right. I'm so tired. I rolled a 17. 10. All right. So, uh, Mokuzar, you see something approaching, uh, from the north, which is towards towards the desert in the sky what? oh no no yeah. does it look vaguely dragon shaped <sighs> it just looks like a 
uh, spec, and then, and then maybe two specs uh, from where you're at. Oh, there are, there are some guards. There are some guards up on the, you know, the couple towers. If uh, you want to holler out to one of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, so we haven't left the uh, the town yet. You have not. You guys are just like like uh, trying to get your camels to move in the direction of the gate. Still, they're kind of just going in circles. <laughs> kind of like a DM trying to get his session to move in the right direction. Yeah. Okay. Basically, yeah. I mean, can we? I've searched around to see if there's like a manual. <clears throat> I turn to, I turn to Balos and I point them out and I say, Balos, what do your elf eyes see? Your elf eyes are a little crusty this morning. Cool. <laughs> a little All sleepy. Right. So since he can, he doesn't know, I guess I'll holler up to the guards on the tower and say, "Hey, what's that?" And second of all, can can you throw down a guide to to riding camels? All right. Well, the guard does res- doesn't respond immediately, but he does look and he has a spyglass and he looks where Mukuzor is pointing. And after uh, after a couple seconds, he whispers something to the guy next to him. He takes off running. <clears throat> Back towards the center of the encampment, and then uh, uh, you see there's a lot of uh, sudden commotion out in the center of, of where the market area is. You see that everybody's clearing space, uh, where there's you know there's tents and things set up all, all over the place. They're they're clearing about a 50, 50 by twenty foot space, like they're just like moving things out of the way. Man, can, we, coming. can we get these damn camels to turn around and go inside? Um, give me a, uh, constitution check. Go with constitution. Twelve. Uh, you're, you're able to get it to start moving in that direction. Yours. All right. Uh, are, 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 are camels in the way of the space that they're clearing? No, no, you're okay. Uh, it looks like people are moving all the animals away. Actually, a, uh, after a couple, of, a couple more seconds of all the commotion going on, one of the guards comes over and says, "Get those camels out of, out of the way; they'll spook." Okay, I guess I'll try to uh, convince kind of mine to you. move as well. He points you off to the side. Right. Do I another roll? Can I use my animal handling to try and move it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. That's what I should have had everybody use. Oh. I rolled a 22. Wow. All of our camels uh, move. All right, your camel, you don't have to make any more rolls to uh, make your camel move the rest of the session, because all your camel is in sync with what you want it to do. That is because I am an avatar of nature itself. Mm-hmm. And Mokuzar's uh, camel just like hops to and like, he didn't even, you can't even tell you other two guys like what he did, but it just like, Kind of goes where he wants it to go. He's not even paying attention to it. Maybe it's hard to tell. Get over there, yip yip, yip yip. Uh, it spits. Uh, ba- yeah, Balus's camel spits and then tries to bite him. <laughs> Asshole. Um, you know what? I have a special ability now where I can do like a. Uh, I can do speak with animals. Mm-hmm. It's like a ritual. Oh, well, it's going to take you 10 minutes. I'll hum for 10 minutes while trying to steer the camel. 
Okay. All right. Good luck with that. I'll just say your camel eventually moves out of the way. And, uh, and just a short uh, few minutes later, uh, two fairly large winged beasts uh, come over the wing over the encampment, uh, do like a half circle, and then land. Oh, I was hearing feedback there. All right, it's gone. And you guys recognize these as griffins. Each of mm. each of them is carrying two passengers. The first one has. Uh, can you guys hear that feedback? Occasionally, no. it pops in. Uh, um, <clears throat> you recognize the first one as being uh, a maybe a minotaur, some sort of. Uh, a uh, horned beastie of some sort. The uh, and behind, sitting behind him is a halfling, and then uh, on the other one is what looks like a uh, like a half lion man that none of you have ever seen before, with a, a human riding behind him. <clears throat> they mm. land. They land and jump off. The uh, the Minotaur is wearing uh, sort of a pearlescent white and silver plate mail armor uh, covering most of his body. He's got a giant great sword across his back. The halfling is wearing uh, some sort of like thin chain uh, with holy symbols on it that some of you may recognize. And then the the Leonin the lion person is wearing uh, plate mail armor with a tabard over it, <clears throat> and the human behind him is wearing robes. As they all hop off, you see uh, Geraldine run over and greet them as if she knows them. Mm. Strange couplings. Start, start shaking their hands. Those guys are cool. Right. Oh, when can you get those? What? The things they wrote. When can you get those? When can I get them? Yes. No, <laughs> when can we get them? Oh, I suppose as soon as we catch some and tame them. The, uh, as you guys are sitting, sitting there watching, uh, the... Minotaur and the lion got <clears throat> both turn and uh, pat the reins of their, their <laughs> griffins, and they just disappear. Or you think they disappear at first? You notice then you notice that each of them is holding a little alabaster figurine in their hand of a griffin, and they put them in their pockets. Okay, that's really cool. And uh, they you see that they're talking to Geraldine, and she points over at you guys a couple times, and they look your way. Orin like a thing in his hands for a second, and he just drops it. Really scared. <laughs> it's a figuring of Mo's mom. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> All right. Uh, the uh, after a, a couple more, well, a few more seconds, really, of, of back and forth, the uh, the man with the head of a lion looks over your way and says, "Adventurers!" And his voice sounds like a lion's roar, almost, or like. Uh, James Earl Jones, maybe. Uh, uh, please come this way. 
speak with us before you leave. All right, let's tether the camels. Yeah. yeah Mokuzar's oh. camel tethers itself. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this I, thing. I just uh, <laughs> give him a pat on the side like, good camel. <laughs> Malice's camel immediately starts trying to chew through the, the reins when he tethers it. All right, do you guys head over there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. The uh, you get over there. The uh, the lion guy who spoke to you first says, "Well met. My name is Kurok." He uh, sticks out a well, it's like a hand slash paw. You know, there's some claws on the end of it, but they seem to be retracted right now. Huh. It's usually a good sign. All right. Uh, I'll I'll shake his hand. Let's give a firm yet fuzzy handshake. Firm yet fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of sounds like an album title. (laughs) There you go. Let's just stop there. Uh, Geraldine tells me that uh, you're heading into the desert. Yes, that's that's correct. Uh, We just uh, wanted to let you know we just flew over that way. The the Yanti uh, and the Knolls are as active as ever in Galore in this this season, so uh wanted to make sure you were forewarned. Ah, the Yon T, you say. Yes, uh, uh, the patrols have been moving further south than usual. Um, we actually saw some uh, dealing with some knolls on our way on our way here, which is highly unusual. They usually leave each other alone. Partly because they kind of use Galorn, the city of Galorn, as a buffer. Hmm. <clears throat> Knowles I've dealt with before. Uh, yeah, the the Knowles, uh, well, they they can run in packs of several hundred out there in the desert, so just you have to steer clear of those. But uh, the Yanti are. Are tricky and insidious creatures. Uh, they're reptile based, aren't they? Mm, yeah, some say they were once humans. Uh, I, yeah. I forget myself. L- allow me to introduce uh, my friends. This is the tall fellow well, with the silver fur. That is Zumier. He's a paladin of Thorn. The uh, the Minotaur bells to you guys, but doesn't say anything. Well met. Uh, this is Ebius, our our wizard. The, the human in the robes kind of like uh, nods and half points a staff kind of in y'all's direction. And this is our uh, friend cleric, Bingo. Hello, I'm Bingo. Uh, uh, yes, uh, yeah, that's Bingo. And uh, we are the Golden Roses. That's a good name. Thank you. We've been trying to come up with a name ourselves. Haven't really yet. Uh, it's hard to do. You all notice that uh, somewhere on each of them, uh, either using it as a clasp on a cloak or on a lapel, they all have the same silver shield that you guys have. And they also have a, a lot of other small trinkets and things that you think may be markers of heroes from ra- different realms. They got their bling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it appears that you have become heroes of more than one realm. 
Ah, yes, uh, six at last count. Um, saw a couple to go, but uh, we're on a we're on a particularly difficult quest right now. But uh, we were flying over and saw these creatures and thought, well, we should always stop by Tormans anyway and let them know what's going on in case someone's heading that way. We appreciate the warning, sir. Hmm. Um. If I, um, we have a map, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I know we've got the map of Galorn, but yep. we also had a map that indicated something in this region, right? That's right. Yeah, you got this. And when uh, we tracked slate. it to your Galorn map. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, could we, if I showed them the, the map of Galorn, can they indicate the areas where they saw the enemy movements? Yeah, sure. Uh, if you ask them the uh, the uh, the Leonin agrees immediately. Says, "Of course, uh, let's let's go in some shade, though. It's already getting hot out here this morning." I've heard it's cooler in the shade. While he's doing that, I'm going to try to track down somebody who can give me a basic commands on controlling camels. All right. Uh, let's see. Give me what kind of checks I got. I, well, if you go to the camel where they sell the camels over there, that's yeah. to do it. All right. Teach me how to control this beast. Okay. All right. So you do that. Or are you going with Mokuzar or with Balos? Hey, muted. Hey, muted. Hey man, hey, are you muted? He's playing with his figurine again. Oh, man. Are you talking? Oh, to me? Yes. You didn't say my name. Did? He, did. he said Orin. Yeah. Uh, all I heard was, "Sorry, Mokuzar and Balos." Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, like, I'm not in this conversation right now, so. I said, Oren, do you, are you going to go with Mokuzar or Balos? I'm going with, okay. Um, you don't even know where Mokuzar. we're going, do you? No, I don't. That I know crazy. you were going to check on something, Matt, but I didn't know where Mokuzar was going. I'm going oh to get look at the map with the uh, with the impressive people. There's something okay. there. Well, you're going over there. You're probably in a decent enough situation. I'm going to go with Balos and just to back them up. Okay. You do that. All right. Uh, you know, Mokuzar, <laughs> they, uh, they all just like grab a table at the at the end there where you guys are staying. Unless you roll out the map. Uh, they all seem impressed. Oh, this is a great map. Yes, I was able to uh, get it from a merchant here uh, at the outpost. It's worth every penny or every nice. copper. Nice. Well, uh, all right. So, uh, as you can see here on the map of Galorn, um, the western reaches, he, he, he like, uh, carefully doesn't scratch the map with his with his claw, but points to that area that uh, goes all the way up to the mountains there. Uh, all of this area here is, is uh, nominally controlled by the Knolls. Um it's not labeled on your map, which is which is not fine. Most people don't, but uh, 
they call themselves the Grasping Paul uh, tribe. They, okay. uh, they're supposedly, uh, we haven't been there, they're supposedly somewhere uh, in the desert out there, there's a chasm that leads to the abyss, and gnolls just constantly pour out of it, uh, which would make sense because there's a ridiculous number out there. Uh, and to the north above uh, the city of Galorn is where the the Yanti uh, Azure Scale Dynasty uh, reign. And you can actually see those. He shows you there's little ziggurats and stuff on the on the map. He says, all of these are Yanti controlled. Uh, some of them are abandoned, but uh, even the ones that are abandoned, I would expect probably have some, some presence, even if it's below ground. Uh, what's unusual is... Uh, <clears throat> The uh, for the Yanti, of course, to have even seen them means they were have to be out in some amount of numbers. They, they've come south. They weren't in Galorn. Uh, we heard we had heard that they were uh, moving in unusual numbers, but they hadn't actually they haven't moved on the town itself. So I'm not sure why they're uh, dealing with the knolls. Interesting. Um. I guess I'm going to point out the area that we were headed to uh, and see if they noticed anything over in that di- in that direction. Oh yeah, that's so well. So that's north of Galorn. Um, that's uh, you're not too far north, so there shouldn't be many, uh, at least not normally, many on T up there. But that's mainly what you have to worry about. Uh, if you stick to the road, it's fairly well patrolled. On your way, on your way north, uh, you should be okay. Just, just keep an eye out. Uh, Knolls are always dangerous, but uh, if they're skirmishing with, with the auntie, they could be desperate, which makes them even more dangerous. Okay, so th- so they're fighting. I thought you said that they were dealing together. Uh, uh, well, they were dealing with one another. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Maybe they'll take care of each other entirely. Yeah, what we saw was a, a band of around 20 or so of the snake people uh, chasing down a, a smaller number of, of gnolls. We let them be because, well, we had the same thoughts that you just gave. If they if they kill each other off, it's fewer for the rest of us to deal with. Right, um... And I guess the uh, the only other thing I would ask them would be, are they aware of any uh, Yankee, uh outposts or activity anywhere in the realms? Uh, he cocks his head and looks at his friends. Uh, the mentor shakes his head and the the wizard speaks up and says, oh, those are uh, astral creatures. They, uh, they normally don't come to the prime material plane. The other, the other ones nod, so you get the impression they didn't even know what a Githyanki was. And, uh, and so the, the Leonin guy uh, looks back at you and says, uh, no, I, I've never heard, heard of such, so I expect not. Okay. Uh, well, I tell them I appreciate their uh, their assistance, and, uh, and I order I, I you said we were like near like a bar or something yeah it's the same tavern you guys stayed at last oh, okay. night so bar. all right well then uh then i order a couple of uh, uh 
jugs of, of ale for them. Uh, they, uh, they nod in appreciation and uh, shake hands says, well, uh, whatever your your group name ends up being, uh, keep an ear out for the Golden Roses. If we run into each other again, we'll return the favor. Appreciate it. Anytime. Claps you on the back, back and turns back back to the uh, turns to his wizard and says, now, uh, about that last teleportation spell, and the little the wizard's ears turn red, as uh, apparently something went wrong there. Alright. <laughs> I'll let them take care of their private business then. <laughs> I'll go back to find the others. All right. I will say at this point, Balos, uh, they've they've taught you all you're going to learn at least in in ten minutes on how to ride a camel. Okay, good. It ends up uh, basically it's a lot of and and hoping. That's what you get out of it. Great. <laughs> a lot of yip yip clicking, uh, hitting it gently with a with a, a soft with a stick. To try and get it to go in your direction, not too hard, or else it'll turn around and bite you. Is the stick included? Uh, they just find you one on the ground and hand it to you. <laughs> I say it'll right. be fine. When, when, so when Oren and Mokuzar come back out, I'm going to go up to them and be like, so, uh, Oren, um, I learned that, uh, the best way to, to control these camels is to you have to whack them with a special camel stick. Well, Oren was with you the whole time, remember, because oh, he man, thought, she, man, thought man. she might need backup. But chances are he was not listening. So yeah. Special camel stick, did you find, did they give you one? I already had a camel stick. Oh. Okay. Never mind. All right, well, let's go find Mokuzar. Head out of here. I'm sure he's already done all the hard work. All right. All right. So about that time, Mokuzar, you see Mokuzar coming back out of the tavern. All right. He's, he's uh, putting the cap on his map case and slinging it over his shoulder. Find out where the uh, trouble is? I think so. So let's avoid it. Uh, well, we'll, we should be safe if we stick to the road for the most part, but we'll have to keep an eye out. Sounds reasonable. All right, uh, climb up on my camel and smack it with the stick gently a couple of times and yip, yip, yip. And yip, yip, yip. That is what they say. Avatar, Avatar State, yip, yip. I just climb up on my camel and uh it uh undoes its reins from the from the railing. It's ready to go. Or gets on his and I pat it on the neck. Tosses his hair back like Fabio. Where did he get that mane? Kinda much. I'm pretty sure my camel will just follow his camel at this point. 
Um, so, oh, that's the other thing they tell you is that uh, these camels, pretty much all they do is, is go back and forth from the capital. So uh, once you get them out of the gate, they'll probably just go where they're supposed to go anyway. Cool. Yeah. So you guys feel pretty good about it. I'm still going to say yip yip a whole lot. That won't get annoying at all. Have you finished the series yet? Again. Yeah, I started, yeah. I paid. I paid to get the Nickelodeon service so I could start watching Cora. <laughs> it's free on, on uh, something. I think that's I on uh, earlier. It's, it's on, on CBS C- All Access. Yeah, CBS All Access. Yeah, oh, I think it's only season one. Uh, for some reason, I just saw it on Picard and Star Trek Discovery. So. Yeah, okay. but, you know, it's only it's only eight bucks a month for the Nickelodeon thing. I figure I can watch them all in a month, and I'm out eight bucks. So you know, it's a lot cheaper than paying like twenty four bucks a, a book. As long as you remember to uh, cancel it. Oh, I will. All right, so you guys head out into the desert. All right, let's do it. On a on a horse named Camel with a with a name. That's Camel. That's, that's really confusing. Yeah, not at all. All right, so it's a uh, bright, sunny day as you guys. Uh, it's kind of strange because you, yesterday you were riding through a forest, right? Stopped at a stopped at a uh, trading post, and today you go out the other side and step into a desert. There's uh, there's very little transition. It's just um, you know it was plains, and and the forest wasn't as thick as you guys got to Tormund's, but as you leave on the other side, it's just uh, within a few hundred yards, it's desert. There's no, you see, can actually turn and see the forest behind you, but uh, but as you move, the haze in the air kind of uh, disperses your vision of the, of the forest behind you after maybe a mile. Hi, right, everybody. Make sure to stay hydrated. Should I say yep? Uh, what what order do you guys want to ride in? I guess I'll take lead since uh, I've got the map, map and my uh, camel seems to cooperate the best. Yeah, map okay. man, for sure. I'll be yeah. in the the back then. All right. So in that case, Mukuzar's camel follows the road easily, and, and the other ones look like they're just kind of used to following another camel, so they just kind of uh, find themselves in a plodding along before you know it uh, at a regular pace. You don't. Just as they said at the outpost, you don't have to do much or anything. They just kind of take care of following the road themselves. All right. This is easy. We're going to drink plenty of water and keep an eye out. Yeah. Uh, Nobody has metal armor on, right? Nope. I don't. Nope. Okay. Good. Uh, So uh, by about midday, you guys have been out there. Buster's worst enemy. Yeah. About midday, you guys, it's it's getting really hot. Uh, if you guys want to stop and put up the tent, the the awning or whatever that you got, and rest for a little bit, you can do that, or you can keep yeah. it on. Let's, let's rest for a little bit. No reason to get crazy. Is there room for the camels to get under the awning? Yeah, yeah, there's room. Uh, they just kind of they can lay down in the shade of it. As soon as you guys get it set up, they obviously know the routine. 
As a matter of fact, is there, is there time to take a short rest? Um, I mean, it's up to you guys. If you want to take an hour, you can. We need that long. How long? I mean, how long? Bef- I mean, because we're trying to let the main heat of the day pass, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's up to you guys how long you're going to wait. It seems to me that would take at least an hour. If you want to okay. take an hour, drink some water, stuff, that's fine. You can do that. Did you want to do anything during that short rest, Valos? Just leave my exhaustion. Uh, it takes a long rest to lose no! exhaustion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, actually, never actually, mind. Yeah. I don't care how long we stay here then. All right. You All guys right. stay an indeterminate amount of time after traveling for about four <laughs> hours. And then you, uh, you get back on your camels. Um, it's a little breezy, but uh, actually, it, it sort of it doesn't help at all because it's you know it's a it's hot air blowing on you so helps a little bit i guess once the sweat once you guys got build up a good sweat a little bit of a breeze helps a little bit um and anybody that wants to can make a perception check for me um sure i would have been scanning uh, give up the option for doing a perception check Mokuzar rolled a 20. All right. <clears throat> smells better than I do. With your 20, uh, you notice, Mokuzar, there appears to be a... Uh, oh, it's, like the, it's like the horizon is closing in on you from from the west. It's, uh, it's bizarre. The sun's in the middle of the sky, so you know it's still nice and bright. But it looks like... Uh, I don't know, night has fallen almost to your west, maybe 15 miles away. There's no clouds or anything? Well, you don't really see clouds. It's just like, it's just dark. Okay. Can't, can't really tell. You can make, I guess you can make a nature check. Maybe you're not, you're not from this particular biome. No, I'm not. I'll try though. Uh, or would survival work? Uh, yeah, either one. It's just going to be difficult. All right. I rolled a 15 on the survival. Yeah, 15, you're not, you're not sure. Um, All right, well, say, I'll just kind of, I'll point it out to the others and keep an eye on it. Does it appear to be moving towards us? Um, so you, you keep an eye on it over the course of a minute or two, and, and you think, yeah, it is moving towards you. Right, and so it's just it's just darkness. Yeah, towards. that's really all you can tell. Uh, you, and once you pointed out the other guys, you see it too. Um, yeah. Over the course of the next few minutes, uh, it, beca- it gets closer and closer, <clears throat> and you feel uh, uh, breeze coming from the west stiffens up a lot and uh, it starts to really, really blowing hard and hard in y'all's direction with a little bit of sand and stuff getting kicked up. And the camels start to seem a little nervous. Okay. Uh, are there any nearby dunes or something that we could maybe try to get behind, like get on the eastern side of it? Um, everybody can make me another perception check. Uh, uh, well, disadvantage didn't really matter too much on that one. 
Rolled a 17. Four. I'm a master of observation. You got a 19? That's right. good. My size finally lit up and I could smell. <laughs> oh, sorry. Orin, you, you spot uh, up ahead on the off the road about 100 yards, maybe a mile away, what looks like uh, a stone, like a partially collapsed stone structure. Maybe an old building or something. It might be good hey, guys. Though. Look at that. All right. Let's try to head that way. All right. Uh, you guys start moving that way and then realize uh, you're really going to have to book it to beat this thing. Um, as it's getting closer, you realize that the darkness is actually just sand. It's just a wall of, of sand moving through the air towards you. Can right. we attack the darkness? Well, I'm going to try to spur my uh, camel on a little bit more <laughs> to get there in time. Okay, did everyone just overlook the quote, or did no one get it? I, I didn't something hear about, it. Something about darkness. Can we attack the darkness? Oh. I don't okay. know magic missile. Okay, just making yeah. sure. All right. Let's book it. All right, give me, uh, give yep, me some yep. kind of checks, everybody. Animal handling would be the best. No. Or, uh, you can make... Uh... Actually, yeah, just everybody give me animal handling. I am uh, rolling gangbusters tonight. 17. Dang. Eight. Up, we have to attack later. Because my disadvantage. <laughs> Your disadvantage wouldn't have made a difference. <laughs> In that case, it would have oh. made a huge difference. Oh, no. a huge advantage! I rolled a seventeen. No, you There's... rolled an eight. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd have an advantage, it would have made a big difference. All right, uh, uh, you guys start streaming in. So, like this building, uh, it's it's actually it looks like at one time it was it was pretty nice. Uh, there's still some of it standing. As you guys are uh, are kind of like guiding the camels into it, the sand sandstorm is starting to hit. Um, Balos needs you to make me a Constitution save as the the brunt of it starts to hit you before you make it into the building area. Constitution? Yeah. Okay. Save? Yep. All right. Mm. 14. No, you don't have... Uh, I don't think... You don't... Uh, saving throws aren't uh, affected. Okay. 17 then. All right. Yeah, you're okay. You just get some sand in your in your mouth and one of your eyes makes it sting and water a little bit. But you, oh, that sucks. You get into the center of this thing, and uh, uh, the last thing you guys have a chance to notice, you kind of like the, the camels immediately lay down and uh, like stick their heads like up against their sides away from the sand. Oh, cover my yeah, throw my head up and cover my head. Uh. Yep, uh, the sand just kind of blasts into you guys. It's it's pretty brutal, but you, uh, you all hunker down next to what looks like an old water fountain in the center of this thing, which you all notice uh, right before the sand hits, the storm hits. Actually, has water in it. Uh, weird. Yeah, and then and then the storm hits, and it's uh, 
it's basically just you guys can see little flashes of each other. Uh, it's so loud you can barely barely hear anything or talk to one another, but you're within a few feet of each other. So every once in a while you get a glimpse through the sand. And all three of you make me a constitution save now. Uh-oh. I think I'm good at that. Uh, eight. Oh, have my, my good rolls have ended. I rolled a five. Oh, all right. Uh, Balas, uh, you take two damage. Oren takes four. And Mokazar takes one as the, the sand just kind of sandblasts you Ow. over the course of... Uh, I don't know, it's hard to tell. Like after the first few minutes, sort of lose track of time. But, but just remember, it's exfoliating. That's right. 15 minutes, a half hour, somewhere in that range. Um, I don't like this. Nope. Right. Okay, but, uh, and then just as suddenly as it started, the, uh, the, the sun, the sun comes back and the, uh, wind begins to die down. You guys find yourselves in the standing, well, laying, coughing up sand, and, you know, with sand in every orifice in the middle of a building. Uh, well, what used to be a building. Most of the walls are collapsed. The roof has been gone for many years. There is a statue standing at one end of it, which is weird. Um, what's the statue of? Uh, it's a, a sand. Hand. It looks like sand. Oh, wait, that's what's in my eyes. <laughs> the statue, uh, as you kind of like clear the sand out of your eyes and look at it, it looks like a, uh, a soldier in armor with uh, three knolls standing behind it. That can't be right. Oh, wait, those aren't the statues. That can't be right, you say to yourself. As we roll initiative. Dang it, Bobby. Don't appreciate that. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, you, uh, as you guys are picking yourselves up and dusting, dusting the sand off yourselves, you see three gnolls doing the same thing behind uh, the statue of a, a man in armor. Matt already rolled initiative. I haven't, didn't even say you had to do that yet. <laughs> that was, uh, he does the. Uh... I'll roll again. I'll put the I'll put the first result in there. That's fine. Why are you rolling initiative? He didn't ask for it yet. You, all right. There's, they, there's uh, a turn order up there. They, they shake the... Uh, they're shaking sand off their fur. They pick up weapons and uh, mutter something in a language that I think none of you understand. I don't speak no. And uh, point, uh, point their spears at you and one of them uh, sticks its tongue out and goes... And then uh, takes its claw and does a slitting its throat motion, pointing at you guys. Oh, yeah, we understand that. Speak that language. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll roll initiative. So he does. So he does like a snake hiss thing, and then and then does the throat slit. A snake hiss. Yeah, which makes you think that maybe they think you're you're uh, more of the snake people or with the snake people. Or that's a message from the snake people. Maybe it's like snake jazz. 
<laughs> it's something like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Something's going on. He's saying something about snakes. I'm just letting uh, Matt know that the uh, Deadpool and uh, Colossus Funko Pops are uh, presently being adorned on my desk. Nice. All right. Uh, as they're all standing up, one of them. I've got an 11th Doctor, Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> one of them, this, uh, this guy up here in the front, picks up a longbow and fires it at Mokuzar. With a 14 to hit. That misses. All right. Bounces off your armor, probably. And then fittingly, it's Mokuzar's turn. All right. I'm going to point back at him and uh and a a ball of white whitish blue uh stuff shoots out of my hand and uh and it tries to hit him. Rolled a twenty two. And so it hits oh well I'm assuming if it does the twenty two hit. Twenty-two does hit. So then that does ten points of, or uh, it does the seven points of uh, piercing damage, and then he and the knoll next to oh. him have to take a dex save. Hold on, just a second here. Okay. Hold on, wait a minute. Because you cast a spell. Oh yes, I did. This will be interesting. So let me see. Which unearthly thing did you unlock, John, by casting a spell? I don't know. Probably something really cool. What yeah. level spell is that? Is that level? It's a first or... level spell. Yeah, yeah. It's a massive level spell. It's for you guys. <laughs> Fairly high up there, anyway. All right. So that was an evocation spell. It was conjuration. Conjuration. Ice oh. knife. Ice knife? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Denny, you did say you were going this weekend, right? Yeah, I think so. So you're riding with us? I think so, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. uh, Roll me a d20. 10. All right. This spell works as normal. All right. Okay. So then the first guy gets hit for seven piercing damage. Uh-huh. And then uh, it explodes. And so he and the other knoll have to take deck saves or take the cold damage. Even the one behind him back there, this one? Yeah, anyone within five feet. Gotcha. That was cold, John. Real it was cold. cold. Well, it's only DC 12, so... One fails. Yeah, so the one you actually hit with it, he takes it. So he looks uh, pretty rough. All that ice damage uh, right after being hot and everything has really messed him up. He looks rough. All right, well, I'm done. All right. Balos. (laughs) All right. I am 
I guess I need to step out to get myself a clear line of sight on the guy who's already been hit. He's not going to have cover from here, is he? No. Okay. All right. Guess I will step out there and um, take a shot with an arrow. Need to turn off this advantage. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a 25 for four. That does kill him. 25 for four. Ooh. All right. And then I will, uh, I will step back behind the fountain. Right, the fountain, fountain is offering you no protection. But oh, all right. Well, whatever. I'll just, I'll just stay where I'm at then. <laughs> Comes up somewhere on your shed. Yep, yep. Or in. Orin is just going to get a really big broad grin on his face and is just going to rage. And uh got to turn my global modifier. And then run up there. So if I run through the fountain, do I lose um, distance going a straight line or do I have to go around it? Yeah, it would be difficult terrain to go through the fountain. Okay. Five, ten. 30. I don't think it's going to change how far you go, though. And then, uh, so it's 30, so I won't be able to attack, so I'll just go the rest of the way up to here and engage this yeah. guy, so at least he's not hitting someone else. Right, she's going to double move up there. Yeah. Alright, well then, <clears throat> these two gnolls that are left are going to uh, attack you. Man, I didn't yeah. plan for that. They both uh, have spears in their hands, and they try to just, you know, the gentleman you had mentioned a wolf. Mm. A 16 for four. Uh, 16 is my armor class, so I guess I take two. And a 19 yep. for nine. Is that a four or five? It's five. Okay. Those gnolls are making some banging rolls. Poking one with all sorts of holes. Mm-hmm. And one might think that was the goal. This is like they were digging for coal. Yo. <laughs> this makes all me right. kinda wanna lull. Alright, at the end of the round here, uh you guys hear uh Noise behind you. Yep, yep. And see uh, three, well, looks like humans uh, escorting what looks like a, uh, I don't know, like a person a with giant, a snake head. I am muscled up human with a, with a snake head. Looks really weird. Great. He's got a, his head and it's a snake's head, and he's got like scales running. Partway down his back and shoulders and stuff. Yeah, he looks looks weird. To be honest. Kind of looks like we need to remove it from the face of the earth. No. Or oh, maybe maybe kill it. I don't know. They uh, 
Maybe we should the, understand them first. We're we're killing the gnolls. Maybe that's maybe they don't want to kill us. Yeah, the snake head one says, "Good, you're already killing the vermin for us." Mm-hmm. And do they like it? If you're not trying to get us to like this guy, let me advertise these guys. All right. And uh, the uh, one with the snake head look, looks at the all of you and says, kill them all. Uh, we could use the food. The what? Do what? What'd you so say? What the what? What the what? The, uh, all right, so the one standing next to him uh, she uh, takes her short bow and fires once at Balos and once at Mokazar. Uh, 16 to hit on Balos. Yep. 10 damage, for real. It's 2 piercing and then 8 poison damage. Yeah, it's, uh, she licks the arrow before she fires it at you. Okay, so you didn't kill us last time, so you're definitely going to kill us this time. <laughs> and then she fires the other uh, the other time at Mokuzar with a 19 to hit. For, uh, that hits. Two piercing yeah, I mean, and three poison. Level three. Oh, these things are chumps. What are you talking about? Okay. All right. Um... Then the dead knoll is going to uh, just bleed out on the ground over there. Like it should. I'm sorry, was that racist? Uh, I don't know. What? Specious, maybe. Snake-headed guy uh, just uh, walks towards Mokuzar up to you. Seeing, seeing him to be the, the largest, most imposing figure close enough to him. And attacks with his scimitar that he's holding in his right hand. And crits! Nice. For nine damage. For nine damage. <laughs> That's still... I'm hurting now. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say, we're laughing like nine damage is nothing. All right. Mokuzar. Um, let's see. Mokuzar tries to, uh, cast a spell. So I'm going to cast a uh, heat metal on his scimitar. Okay. Uh, does he just have the one weapon or is he wearing any armor? Uh, no, he's kind of, kind of bare chested. Uh, okay. Wait, yeah, he's holding the scimitar. All right, so then I'll just I'll just target the scimitar then. All right. Okay. So, let's see. So how does that work? He's got so, a save or it says um, 
Any creature in physical contact with the object takes 2d8 fire damage when it casts the spell. Until the spell ends, you can use a bonus action on subsequent turns to cause this damage again. Mm-hmm. If a creature is holding or wearing the object and takes damage from it, the creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw or drop the object if it can. If it doesn't drop the object, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn. So I guess he's gonna he takes the fifteen fire damage because his sword heats up and hurts him, and then he takes yeah. the Constitution save where he has to drop it. All right, he uh, it, it burns him. He just tosses it to the side, uh, hisses, and turns into a ten foot long snake. <laughs> All right. So now he's a giant snake. All right. Well, I'm going to keep the. Uh, the sword glowing red hot so no one picks it back up for now. Okay. Want to make him boss level? <laughs> Alright, great. Now i got to splice those two together. That sucks. Alright. You weren't recording the whole time? No. No, he left. <laughs> Alright. So, uh, yeah, so you're keeping the heat going on the on the scimitar just in case. Yes. And that's the end of your turn. Um, we're doing something else. He turned into a giant snake, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I'm going to try to back up. Yeah. All right, he's going to try to bite you. Um, I'll stay there. Whatever. I'll yeah. just stay engaged. All right, I'm done. All right. Okay. <clears throat> These other two. Let's see. Yep. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. To there. And oh wait, I had that one shoot uh, both of you guys earlier, didn't I? With its yeah. It can only shoot once. So that second, the attack against you, Malus, should. Uh, well, this one was going to shoot at you anyway, so it just won't now. So we'll just negate that. Works for me. All right. Uh, uh, then Bellos, this one is going to attack you with a scimitar. With an 11 to hit. Misses. Alright, and Bellos, it's your turn. Great. Making me use my longsword, jerk. This is the problem with being a ranged character, isn't it? Yeah, well, you, yeah. Well, the real. It's the problem with your tank being way over there. Yeah. Because I'll drop my bow and go with the sword. Eleven for nine. And eleven hits. Do nine damage. Surprise. Uh, yeah. yeah. They are not wearing armor. They seem, uh, maybe because it's so hot out here, they just figure, why bother? I don't know. 
I'm gonna not leave her rain. You know, I'm just gonna scoot over here, get a little further away from that other guy. Gotcha. Orin, you're chilling with a couple of gnolls, but you see some snake bros attacking your friends. Well, um, I can only do one thing at a time. Uh, do they look worse off than I am right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah Mokazar's getting it handed to him. There's a giant nine-foot snake. Uh, I'm coming like it's about to swallow him whole. All right. I mean, he can't disengage. You gotta, you gotta fight. Orin's going to uh, run up there and uh, take the hits. Okay, never mind. Uh, one of them tries to bite you. Holy crap. 23 for max damage. So, three points? You want to take three, yeah. Uh, yeah, the one okay. tries to spear you. <laughs> Which is no. also 23 to hit. So you take two damage. Two? Okay. And uh, I am... Uh, Orin's going to Berserker Great Axe to the face. Attack. Alright, on this one, that's attacking Balos. Wait, okay. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. I intended to be right here. I misinterpreted their icons. Oh, I see. I'm assuming I missed, though, so... A 10 does miss, yep. Um, do we get an uh, inspiration every game? You do, yeah. Do I feel like if I was a little bit more inspired, I would have uh, hit this guy? I don't know. You can, oh, you can dude, come on. Spend it and re-roll. <laughs> I'm done. Go ahead. Uh, and you could spend it and re-roll if you wanted to. Up to you. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm in there in the in the battle, so I mean. Just do it. Just okay, fine. I'll do it. I did it. Um, Critical hit that time. Oh, you do extra damage if it's uh, on a yeah. crit or something, or not? I did. Yeah, the half orc ability. Is that what the is that what the two d twelve is? Yep. Yeah, you get double. You get an extra uh, die to it. It is. But it rolled two extra dice. Right, it's called Savage Attacks. So what it does is when you score a critical hit with a melee weapon attack, you can roll one of the weapon's damage dice one additional time and add it to the extra damage of the critical hit. So he would actually roll 3d12 on a critical hit. Alright, so what we're going to do is take the damage from your first roll, uh, which was a 2 on the die, and then add that to your... uh, your crit damage makes sense. So you'll get you'll get seven from the actual attack, and then at nineteen from the crit. So that's twenty six plus your rage damage of two, two is twenty eight. Good grief! Wait a minute. So how much damage was it? Twenty eight total. That's exorbitant. All right, where did the other ten go? Well, it's because you it's because you rolled damage on the first attack. You just rerolled your attack. You didn't reroll your damage, right? But when you rerolled your attack, it did end up being, being a crit. So you got to roll the additional two d twelve. Gotcha. Right. right. So that was twenty eight. Yeah. 
And this guy is bloodied. I would hope so. He rolls back and looks at looks at Orin and goes, well, and just hisses because he's a snake. So there's that. That yeah, was pretty understandable response. The gnolls. Um, they each throw a spear. Uh, one throws a spear at Balos. Uh, a 19 for four. Yep. The other one throws a spear at Orin. A nine. All right, so the 19 is for two, right? Well, that's no, not that, you. That's that was Alice. Oh, well, the nine, no. And then they both uh, hop over the, what's left of this wall and take off running out into the desert. Full speed. All right. Mm-hmm. That's both good, and I wish they would have done that without throwing the spears first. Uh, yeah, that would have been nice. What's the point I'm of throwing to... the spears if you're just going to run away? I'm trying to lighten their load. I'm going to lighten their load if I find them. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. sure they assume that. Hence the running away, I guess. So. Of course, I'm about to die. Probably. <clears throat> I think I heal potions. Or at least one, right? Yeah, well... I don't know if that's going to make a difference. We'll see. All right. This uh, young T back here with the bow shoots at Orin this time as she sees this uh, raging alcoholic slash uh, half orc coming out. books. I don't think you have to put a slash in there. I think they pretty much are understood to go hand in hand. All right. So All right, 20 so to not. hit. Another five. Well, no, that'll be, uh, you'll take one from, well, two from the piercing and then all six poison, right? Because you don't, uh. No, I'm, uh, everything but psychic because of my, uh. Spare totem. Spare totem. Oh, fancy. All right, so that would yeah, be. Yeah, it's the, uh. Five. Yeah, it's five. Okay. So, uh, fire damage, ice damage, everything? Everything spell damage. Yeah, it's kind of sick. It. You don't get to distribute that much damage like with the other uh, options, but you can soak a hell of a lot more because you can take all damage except psychic. Interesting. It's in the it's, it's the regular one for the player's handbook, so it's nothing exceptional. But sorry, I'm actually trying to read through it just to make sure. It's more than psychic, but it's not uh, doesn't include spell or elemental. It is, uh, oh no, you have resistance to all damage except psychic damage. So it's just psychic, okay. And now I'm going to get start getting psychic damage before too long. Just <laughs> have to wait and see. All right, next. We are going to climb players eventually. Yeah. Next, the giant snake attempts to eat you, Oren. Okay. I'm... It, actually, it actually does speak, and it says, Filthy half orc. And then uh, 24 to hit. Oh, you're dead. Yeah, I think it hits me. Um, All right, for 12 damage. Congratulations on dying. Yeah, I know. Only takes happens. Ever since my poor agent died at the hands of a scaly child. What? 
I'm lost. Mokazar. Uh, Delta Green. <laughs> oh. oh okay. All, All right. You killed me with. <laughs> gotcha. You don't even remember killing him? Didn't mean anything to you? <laughs> All right. time. It's the prerogative of a DM, I guess. So Mokazar is going to shift over here. All right. And then try to whip this chick. Wow. Try and whip her, huh? Yeah, with a thorn whip. Get her! 13. 13 hits. Alright. It only does 2 damage, but it pulls her 10 feet closer towards me. Which should activate an attack of opportunity against Balos. No. Balos. It's forced to Shouldn't yeah, shouldn't voluntarily leave. Oh, okay. Alright, well I was trying to pull her over closer to Orin. Like there. Trying to go. Yeah, there we go. Well, success. Alright. And then I'm done. That's all I can do on my turn. <clears throat> Alright. Well, uh she slides back there. Um I guess she's going to attack Orin. Yay. I got hit eight hit points left, so don't do 16. Uh, eight for five, and a 14 for five. Those both miss. Damn. What's crazy is half of 10, I'm still taking more than that. <laughs> I'm taking six. You're not taking any damage, though. I thought you attacked me. I they did, but it was, it was an 8 oh, and 14. My bad. Completely bypass that. <laughs> Just ignore me. Don't record this. <laughs> All right, and then this one down here, she's going to step up uh, to, there, to there. Actually, she's going to she's gonna pull the same move that uh, Okazar did and uh, start the start the flanking conga. And attack you with her short sword. Or actually, scimitar. I'm sorry. It's a 17 for 5. That hits. And a 22 for 6. Good grief. That hits. Um, Mokuzar would be down, but he uh, fights it off with his relentless endurance. So I stay at one hit point. Is half orky and spirit. Why do all our battles in this game come to this point of barely surviving? I don't know. I think it's because you guys only have three people in your party. Yeah. What was right, that? Alice. It's time to start whipping out some, uh, some sweet. Hold on, hold on one. Wait, give me, give me just one. One second. Sorry. All right, yeah, well, well, he's taking a second. Um, I, th- I think part of it is uh, is uh, you guys only have three characters, and I keep, like, I'm just making some monster rolls, attack rolls for these guys. <laughs> like, uh, I've been rolling a book 15 on the top. Oh, all right, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I'm, um, 
What is that noise in the background? That's that sounds crazy. Whatever it is, I thought it was a door. Oh, yeah, it was just a door closing. Uh, just need some WD forty. Calm down, bro. Oh, uh, it sounds like uh, a screeching noise. Yeah, it was a door. Okay. Was a door. That's cool. It just sounded weird. <laughs> you know, I have squeaky. I keep squeaky doors in my house on purpose so I know where people are. Of course. Queen, you know. Tony's always like, we should WD-40 these doors. I'm like, why? So I can't tell where people are? No. (laughs) That's crazy. I I don't want anybody sneaking around. Hey, so Danny, let me ask you this question. Mm -hmm. With the bursting area effect, I'm assuming, since I don't have spell sculpting, that creatures within 10 foot would also include my own party members. Yeah, unless it says enemies. It says creatures. It says creature. Okay. All right. In that case, mm. all right. I'm gonna unload a shadow arrow on the um, big giant snake thing. What kind of magic is that? Uh, that is illusion. Illusion magic. Do you want me to roll the attack first, just to see? Because if it doesn't even hit, then it doesn't even matter. Um, it still could matter. Uh, okay. Yeah, go ahead and roll the attack, though. Okay. Is it, can I not just click on the shadow arrow thing and make it do it? Uh, I have no idea. I don't see a character sheet. No, okay, so I guess I'll just roll a regular attack, and then I'll have to roll the damage separately. Because if I, try, if I click on that, it just gives you the verbiage. No, so what you what you do is you... Uh, oh, there it is. I found, I found the global damage modifier. Yeah. Okay. Click the checkbox and then do it. Got it. So click the checkbox and then click the, click the actual attack. Okay. It's yeah. my first time. 18 for four regular damage, and then if it succeeds, the seven psychic. Uh, Rokuzar's mom has never said that, by the way. Yeah. Uh, that's my first time. Um, <laughs> roll me a d20, Matt. That's a three. A three. All right. <clears throat> Things are happening. Uh, that's bad. Do you, do you want me to roll? the uh, extra thing for you or do you want to roll it? No, I'll roll it. What do you want me to roll? Well, I'll, uh, hold on. Let me see how I share it. Make this so you can see it. Yeah, on a one eye implode or something. All right. Maybe I'm just going to roll it for you because I can't figure out how to, how to do All it. All right. Just go ahead and do it. It's fine. Okay. Great. Spell fills. All right. Uh, so, uh, it still takes the regular damage, but the uh, the uh, you see the the shadow effect start out on on the arrow, but it just kind of out of out of existence as it heads towards your target. Cool. Hits him for four. That's great. Great. Yeah. So illusion. Uh, so you guys are in the trans. Well, you you probably actually would would have known this, but. Because uh, you have Arcana, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Transmutation is the the dominant spell school here, and illusion is its opposite. So it has the yeah. hardest time working. Well, I just would have fired a regular arrow then, but that's cool. Well, that's why we got to see what happens. <clears throat> All right. Oh, yeah. I'm going to use the action surge and fire again. Okay. Just a regular shot. Same guy. Uh, 25. Oh, wait. Sorry. I shouldn't have that psychic on there. So 25 okay. for 14. I'll That's a crit. Do you, uh, do you get two of those a day? You could have used it. Why'd you get two? Uh, yeah, okay, I'll do it. I'll, I'll, yeah, let's just roll it. Just roll it. I don't care. It's the opposite. Fine. Let's roll let's, it. Let's see what happens. I, I get two per long... I have, to take, I have to take a short rest or longer. I think yeah. I have to rest. Spell fails. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. Roll a d20. Yeah, that's what I said. You didn't, I didn't, didn't get to roll a d20. 18. Okay, it works normal. Sweet. So, yeah, I've done the most damage this time. So that's 17 plus 14. That's 31. 30, 31. So I've damage to the barbarian. Okay. Yeah. So this. Uh, so what does that look? This arrow look like this shadow arrow. Well, all right. So think about it like this. Uh, so you remember when Susan's comet um, made all the firebenders like super powerful? Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is kind of like that. It's a the fire. It looks like it's like shadowy fire. So like kind of black, for, sure. you know, with white wisps coming out of it, mm-hmm. uh, and it hits hits uh, the big ten foot snake and just envelops it in this shadowy, nasty flame all over its body, and then it all coalesces around its head, mm. and it. it- that flails to the jerkily to the ground and collapses. Okay, so you won't be having that for dinner, jerk. He doesn't respond. <laughs> All right. Take me some poon in hell. <laughs> uh. That's a great callback. Unfortunately, we didn't record the part where we talked about that earlier. <laughs> 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 oh, man. <laughs> you, get, you get an extra inspiration in that. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Oren, the uh, giant snake just died in some kind of weird, dark fire. You're not sure why, but you're happy that it did. Yeah, I'm not going to argue the moment. So, um, attacking the scary snake lady. With my the, one attack, my one option. The, the super sneaky snake lady? Yes, her. The I feel like this should be like the uh, Tomb of Annihilation game right now. I don't know. Why do you feel that way? I feel like she belongs there. Let's just talk about why you feel that way. Because Tomb Annihilation was very scary, and it took there was many long nights of crying and myself to sleep afterwards. But we got through it, and it was okay, right? Was it? Well, you rolled a nineteen to hit for sixteen damage, so that was pretty okay. Yeah, that was pretty good. Right. And she is bloodied. Oh, not dead. No, 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 no! Come on! No, there's hey, there was yep. an X. Can't I saw that X. 
<laughs> Damn it, Danny. Stop being the DM. All right. Anyway, <laughs> and uh, her friend over here says, hey, start, stop hitting her with your giant sword axe thingy. And she shoots a arrow at you. I really want a sword axe. That would be awesome. <laughs> I had I had one of those one time. He did. I feel like I need to buy one of those for Ben. An eight. So she misses. Mokuzar. Uh, I guess I'm just going to try to hit her with my walking stick. You've had better days. You've had worse days. Dude, you can come up with a better anyone other than that. Your shilleleg. Oh, that's what we're calling it. Yeah. The internet can't even find an image for that thing anymore. 12 for 9 damage. Roll me a uh, d20. 13. All right. It just works normal. All right. 12 hits her, though, for 9 damage. All right, and then it's <clears throat> this uh, lady up here's turn. She's going to attempt to uh, make Orin eat her scimitar. Eat it! Uh, which she does somewhat successfully for one point of damage after his resistance. Why are you, why are you throwing a fertilizer? endurance. I'm just showing it off. <laughs> I don't know. Brandon? Are you muted or something? All right. Well, she's going to attack you again. What? She gets two attacks. Yep. A 19 for five. So you'll take three from that. So that's a total of four, which puts you at four, I believe. What's happening right now with him? I don't know. Can he even hear us? Is he still here? Yeah, see, he's still on the channel. Brandon, we know Ken has here you. You can't hear me? Uh, Hello? Now I can. And now. Okay. Why do you keep clicking Relentless Endurance? I'm not clicking anything. We've clicked Relentless Endurance twice in the last 30 seconds. I have yeah. not touched my mouse in the last minute. Brandon B, Relentless Endurance. Brandon B, Relentless Endurance. I have no idea. So, um... Can you... Can you... Can my, you direct your fingers after the game? close to that. I don't... I don't mind asking you to tell me where your fingers are. You're obviously distracted. <laughs> they may be distracted, but my mouse is nowhere near Relentless Endurance. Well, somebody's been <laughs> double-clicking something. Anyway... <laughs> Anyway, you took a total of four damage after uh, after your your uh, resistance. Okay. <clears throat> so I took four more damage. Okay. Yep. Yeah, uh, I'm not happy right now. So uh, let's check down here. It's gonna put the hurt on uh, Moku Moku. No. Is she though? Leave Mo alone. She's hope, hoping to. Yeah, she crits. Yep. That. I go down. Yeah, she just... That's not okay. Right into the bread basket. Where you keep your bread. Yeah, she's going to move over here. 
to talk to uh, Oren about a few things. We need a fourth party member. Yeah, this is getting bad. <laughs> what was it that Danny said? Don't worry about having a true healer? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I came up with an idea to, to mitigate it, but then John said he didn't think we needed it, so I was like, well, we'll just, we'll just try it out and see what happens. That's because uh, <clears throat> I've been busy not healing people. I missed that conversation. Yeah, me too. I mean, John has a lot of healing capabilities. He can make cool I do. good berries and healing spells. Yeah, but why use those when you don't have to? <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I think maybe next time we need to reevaluate that <laughs> possible adjustment. No way. We got this. Okay, dead guy. Come on. Come on. You take out one, he takes out one, third one runs away screaming. Yeah, that's going to happen. All right, I guess I'm going to try to... First of all, what's my range? Like pretty... 300 feet? Yeah, I'm going to back away the crap up. Let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 to here. Right. And fire at the one that's bloodied. All right. <laughs> Uh, Fourteen is. to ten. Yeah, she's dead. I wish I still had an action surge. Hey, what does second wind do? Right, let's see. Great gain hit points. <clears throat> when can you keep? Was that, is that an action? It's a bonus action. I'm gonna do that. That's a good idea. <laughs> How does that work? I've never played it. It works like. <laughs> You just click second wind and you get those hit points back. It's not clickable. Oh. Right, well, it's the same thing as spinning a hit die. So just click okay, die so just hit spin. Sorry, so just hit. It doesn't, it doesn't spin a hit die, though. Right. Gotcha. Oh, wow. Oh, great. Whatever. It's better than nothing. Three hit points. Yeah, it's more than yeah. you have. Yeah. Okay. Hold steady. Oren. <clears throat> All right, so um, Orin is going to take his action to uh, take a healing potion because uh, otherwise he may not be able to stand up long after this. Don't we do that as a bonus action normally? Yeah. I can take a healing potion as a bonus action? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know we could do that. Okay. So uh, manipulating an object, so you just... Okay. Basically, just, you just uh, swallowed the whole pouch. I forgot that as well. Otherwise, I would have taken one. So is it 2v4 plus 2? Yeah, so six hit points. That's Yay. a lot for a, a raging barbarian. I'm nearly a third of my total. Um, so I'm going to take the disengage action. What? Uh, what? Oh, not disengage. Um, damn it. Just smack her. I'm going to attack. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Try to save Mo. I'm All fine. Right. He's good. We can save him after everybody else is dead. There's that. I'm inebriated. Leave me alone. You are Orin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fine. <laughs> 
shooting right now. Nine damage. That's all right. Uh, that hits her. She's hurt. I hope so. Figure out the name of the comic book where the guy had the weapon called Devil's Thorn. Oh, man, I remember that. Uh, that was the one that changed into all different things, right? Yes. Yeah, it was an axe and a sword and a mace. Yes. I remember that. <clears throat> why, why do you think about that? This, uh, this uh, lady in the back is going to fire an arrow at you. Mm. Myth, thank goodness. That was that was killer damage. Yeah, that was literally. literally killer damage. Mokuzar, everything seems fine where you are. Don't I will, die. I will roll the death. Roll a sixteen. You succeed, but not deathing. So maybe you failed. I don't know. Depends how you look at it. All right, the the dead Yanti's turn. She just lays there dead. It's her friend's turn. She's and she's the which worries me. She's going to apply her scimitar to Orin and miss. But she applies it a second time and hits. For seven, so you take four. To Orin? To Orin, yeah. She's Who right else is standing? She's right here next to you. I mean... Fine. <laughs> Did, did you, I mean, did you think you were going to argue it? <laughs> I mean, you take any opportunity you can to argue with the DM on any slight chance you might win. When does that ever happen? Win D&D? I know, I know it's a currently slight chance, but still. Murder, you murder hobo. <laughs> I'm trying to murder! It's Balos' turn. Alright, I'm Fire in me that I want. I started, but I'm still trying. An arrow at the one closest to me. This lady down here. All right. It's a 10 for 8. That's a miss. I'm going to use my inspiration roll. One of my inspirations roll again. All right. Oh, that's not, that's not what I meant to do. 20 for 7. That's better. Yeah. Well, we'll keep the original damage, but. Okay, yeah, okay, 24 eight. That works. Yeah, yeah she is uh, well bloodied. <clears throat> and I'm going to use my bonus action to drink another potion. Drink my. 24. Drink my no, I mean, drink a potion. I used my second one last time. Ah, that's right. So that's, that's what, a 1d8? 2d4 plus 2. 2d4 plus 2. All right. Cooperate. Mouse. And then it's Oren's turn. If you need a minute to gather uh, yourself, Brandon. Six. <laughs> Give me 18. All right. I'll hold go. where I'm at. I thought I'd found it for a minute, yeah. but it's not blood axe. Oh, man. Uh, Oren uh, comes out of a fog long enough to swing his axe and uh, chops this, this poor lady down like cordwood. Right. And then Oren uh, moves over here to uh, like defensive over Mogazar since he's almost dead. Okay. Not dead yet. 
Oh, you'll be pushing up daisies any moment now. All right. And then her turn, she drops, uh, she screams in anger at you. Five, ten, fifteen. And, uh, oh, there's another one. Comes in <laughs> scimitar. Yeah. Yeah. It's another one. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, she, she misses both times, though, unfortunately. That's right. Mokazar. I rolled a 17. I'm still not very good at dying. Yeah. You're killing this whole not dying thing. Paulus. He's right. Orin, Orin one. He, this poison must be getting to him because he stumbles drunkenly over to Mokazar and starts talking to him. And this lady comes up behind him and attacks and he still fends her off. <laughs> It's going to fire my longbow again. There you go. 20 for 9. Get her. All right, Oren. All right. You're going to do it. Uh, 14 hits. She takes another 9 damage. Not happy. No, she's not. She, uh, sure, she's really not happy. She's really not happy. Of course. 20 for four, so you take two. Damn it. Uh, then she misses with the second attack. It yeah, just sucks she, that barbarians can't have higher armor. Should definitely be grateful that she missed with a second attack. Yeah. All right, Mokuzar rolls his third successful death save. He opens <laughs> one eye and sees that Orin's still fighting, and then he just closes his eye again and pretends to be asleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. I mean, I mean, he is still asleep, so it's, that's fair enough. Balos. <clears throat> All right. They're, oh, they're fighting tooth and nail to the death over there. Yeah, don't fix what's not broken, so I'm going to fire again. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my second inspiration, okay, to take to to take that shot again. Twenty for, for keeping the original damage. Twenty for four. Yep. It's only four damage, but she is now bloodied. All right, Orin. See, she's starting to look weak. She's, oh, she's she's look finally. She's pretty pincushioned by now. Orin's done. <laughs> a 26 for 15 damage. She is looking rough. Holy crap, now she's looking rough? Yep. A 15 damage was a lot, man. Yeah, good job. Don't worry, you both have healing potions on. Well, no, you don't. A 22 for two. She hits you. So you just take one. For me, yeah. Okay. And, uh, sure. a 13, which misses you. Okay, so let me try to put the finishing touch. Uh, well, Mokuzar, I guess, is going to lay there. Yeah, he's yeah, done. I'm he's unconscious. Good. All right. 22 um, for 10. Yeah, that drops her to the dirt. See, that wasn't even close. Balo still had, like, basically four hit points. Yeah, yeah. because I'll my second win and drink a healing potion. We were on top the whole time. Uh, did you not have a second win? Do barbarians not get it? No, they get resistance instead. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. But he still had like like worst case scenario, she could have dropped him next turn with her second attack. That was 
because yeah. the first time we he goes to zero, he stays at one, and then she'd have to hit him again. I feel like I'm learning a little more about this character, which is run away as quickly as you can. Pretty much. And then uh, you see the Knowles are coming back behind you, Matt. I'm just kidding. Okay, well, I'm going to definitely take them out. They're the Knowles are going down. I, okay. I guess I'll search this knoll. The grassy knoll over here? Yeah, the sandy knoll. Uh, he's got like some uh, some weird tattoos or carvings in his body. Um, he's got some finger bones of some sort of humanoids, you think, in his pockets. Uh, okay, all right. I'll leave him all right. I'm going to come down here, to, unless Orin's already done it, and take Mokuzar's healing potion and pour it down his throat. Uh, no, I'm not going to. So, 2d4 plus 2, somebody. I'll let Mokuzar roll his own. All right. Nine. All right. Mukazar, you come to at the end of another battle and find that you are once again victorious. I knew we could do it, brothers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We did that, whatever we agreed we did. Oren just lays face down on the on the ground there and rests for a little bit, probably. All right, I stand up and I kind of dust myself off, and as I do, I cast cure wounds on myself. <laughs> All right, what's what school is that? Evocation. Evocation, yeah. All right, uh, roll me up. No, okay, it works normally. All right. Seven. All right. Yeah, and, uh, so you feel a lot better, and you look over and see that Oren is, he's basically dead. All right. <laughs> I guess I'll yeah. try. Way to heal yourself, bro. <laughs> I'm good. I'm just bleeding out the bad stuff, right? <laughs> just laying right. across the camel. I'm going to upcast this to level two. My camel understands me. So you get 16 hit points back. Woo! Monster rolls there. Over 19 back. Wow. That's some fancy earth magics. Ninja <laughs> magics. All right. On, uh, you guys are going to search the, the snake, folks. So the uh, snake guy, when he dies, he just stays a giant snake. Just for, uh... We don't like giant snakes. Just oh, the scimitar is still on the ground. Does it look interesting? Uh, it's a it's an interesting uh, creation. Like it's well made. You can tell like there was some artistry there. All right, stow that away. Maybe I'll sell it for something. I was gonna say uh, I could take that because I can actually use a scimitar. I think. All right, here, take it. Take it. The uh, the other three also had scimitars, but they look like you know standard, basic scimitars. Um, the uh, you gonna search them? I guess. Yeah. Uh, no gold, but you do find uh, two of the of the females were carrying satchels that uh, had pieces of flesh in them. 
One of the hunks is definitely null. Great. One of them. One of them looks more human or you know regular humanoidish. Jeez Louise, man. Yeah. Well, you know, you gotta take rations with you. <sighs> Snake people these days. Tell you that. Mm-hmm. The uh, well, they had, they had short bows with you know this uh, arrows for short bows. So you probably can't use those unless one of you uses a short bow. No, I've got a crossbow and a longbow, hand crossbow and longbow. Gotcha. Nope. All right. Well, uh, you guys noticed the uh, camels are all taking a sip of water out of the, out of the fountain. They they seem pretty pleased and happy with themselves. They just yeah, head over and refill. Off yeah, refill our water for sure. All right. You gonna you gonna try the water? Well, the camels aren't dead, are they? No. no. I guess I'll try a bit of it. It uh, tastes cool and amazingly, amazingly refreshing. Oh, it's a trick. Thing Warren didn't pee in it first. Roll a uh, roll a d six. Warren does that every time. Like we get water to like purify it for you guys. Five. Right. You regain eight hit points. Eight, nice. Mm-hmm. I'm back at the back at the max. If I see uh, him, uh, that relief in the water, I'm going for it, too. See, guys, yeah, this made me feel a lot better. Sorry. Sure, go for it. You guys going to take a drink of water? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll take a drink. All right, who's going first? I rolled a two. I didn't tell you to roll a die. I just asked who was going first. Oh, <laughs> okay. I guess John. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're I game. Thought, I- I heard someone say roll a dice. It was mad. Yeah, I, you, I, I, you do. You regain five hit points. Nice. All right. I'll drink it. It's out by now, but okay. <laughs> do I roll something? Yeah, roll a d6. All right. So it's four. You're a four, so plus three is seven. You get seven hit points back. I was about to say, like, you take seven hit points of damage. So I, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'll, I don't know if it'll work this way every time. I'm just going to empty every water thing we got and fill it up with this stuff. We'll try drinking some more of it, I guess, if you want. Or Yeah, I'll drink some more. I mean, I'm full up on hit points. So. Oh, gotcha. So okay. somebody who's not full up, drink it and see if it works again. I'll take one. Uh, I'll drink it again. It's uh, it's cool, delicious water, but but nothing else happens. Okay. All right, so we won't empty everything out, but we will refill what we're missing with that water. All right. Do that. And hey, Mokuzar. Yes. Do you think you'd be able to uh, figure where where this is approximately and mark it on your map? If it's not already marked. I guess I can look at the map, see if there was some sort of spring marked. Uh, there is not. There's a small ruin marked here, but there's nothing else. There's nothing special on it. Just the 
small ruin. All right. So, let's, uh, let's defile his map and write Healing Spring on there. Or Healing Fountain or something. Actually, uh, may, well, I should have made you make a roll to find it, but you're going to have advantage anyway, so it's fine. You would have probably found it. All right, so you got to mark, mark it somehow so that you know it's a, uh, there's a fountain there. Yeah. All right. So you do that. Um, and then are you guys ready to go? Sure. You take a short rest. Yeah, let's take a short rest because that way I'll get my my arrow bending skills back. I'm going to call it from now on, arrow bending. I'm pretty, sure it's a I'm pretty sure it's a long rest to get those back. But. Oh, let me look at my sheet. I can use the hit dice. Oh, no, it's a short or a long rest. Yes, yeah, that's, that's what I thought. Nice. Can do your arrow bending. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to call it for now on. Your arrow craft. No, arrow bending. It's a combination of earth bending and air bending. Takes a lot of work. Okay. Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, well, uh, you guys get your short rest in. Nothing else shows up. Those gnolls, if they are going to come back, have not got the courage to do it yet. I'm going to use my natural rec recovery while we're doing the short rest to get some spells in. Right, it's hard. It's kind of hard to hear you, John. I said I'm going to use my natural recovery during the short rest to get some spell slots back. Ooh, well, um, how does that work? Um, once per day, I can uh, get half my druid level and spell levels back. So I can, like, right now at level three, I can get two first level spells or one second level spell. Nice. So I'll take the two first level spells. Actually, no, I'll take the one second level spell. Yeah, and just uh, so you guys are aware, you got the little the somebody gave you a circle with all the different kinds of magic on it, right? When you yeah. It, you, uh... All right. So you guys are in transmutation now. So illusion, conjuration, and divination magics are going to have a harder time working. Okay. Anything else? Anything else is going to be normal, or or maybe even work better than normal. Okay. So it was illusion, and what else? Divination, conjuration, and divination. Okay. The three that are on the far side of the circle. Right. I mean, I definitely would have used my exploding arrow, but you jokers were standing too close. Is that that one's evocation, right? Yes. Yes. The only time you have a real hard time is when you're in enchantment, uh, enchantment realm, because those will both be negatively affected. So I find it I find it nice that um, action surge come back comes back after a short rest as well. Yeah, fighters pretty much everything does. Second wind. Second wind, though. Yeah, that requires a long rest. That does it. Yeah, it, that's what it says here. Okay. I mean, I'm not using the official site here. Oh, it's, 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 that's what it says in the Roll20 site. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. We're almost yep. done. All right. So uh, I guess we should probably just stop there for the night, speaking of all Yeah. This. You guys all are... right. 
I think it's, I think we said two days on uh, Camelback. So you're yeah. halfway through your first day. As you get closer yeah. to the town, it'll be uh, it'll be less dangerous as well because it'll be better patrolled. Right, right, good deal. Uh, should we? Um, are these guys wearing any symbols or anything on them? The snakes? Any markings? Uh, like something that would identify them as part of a specific group or tribe? No, but uh, the um, the Leonin guy did tell you guys what they were called, or he told Mokuzar anyway. Okay, I just want to make sure when we get into, into town, we can properly report. Yes, the what uh, we encountered. Yeah, they're part of the Azure Scale Dynasty. Azure, Azure Scale. And okay. sure enough, most of them that had scales, or at least you know the one guy, bluish. Yep. Gotcha. All right, guys. Well, I got a jet. Oh, nice. All right. Leaving on a jet plane, man. I'll catch you all later. All right. See you all. Bye, everybody. Bye. Oh, damn. That sucked. (laughs) Jeff just fell down. What fell down? Stuff. Stuff just fell down. All right. Next time.